0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talking with Experts podcast with your host Chris Cowden, the expert whisperer. I had the privilege of talking with Pratek Thacker about his new startup called Testify, which is a HR recruiting platform that helps you optimize your initial screening process by up to 75% and test candidates for on the job skills to find the most qualified candidates. Say goodbye to unconscious bias and give all applicants an equal unbiased opportunity to showcase their talent so you can pick and predict the best talent for your team. So it was really fascinating to talk with Pratak about um, being awarded the Times 40 under 40 award and then going deep into his story of how he became a serial entrepreneur and why he moved to Israel to build his startups. So... If you want exclusive coaching from Pratik, he has offered to train inside my community on Facebook on his LinkedIn content marketing strategy. And this is how he gained zero to 180,000 followers in less than a a thousand days. So it's worth checking out. And if you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash podcast launch community, you'll be able to find that in there when it gets dropped. So let's begin with the episode. Enjoy it. And if you
1: need me, just reach out to me. So let's begin. Thank you so much, Chris. Uh, there's one thing that my father says you know, when you said that I did multiple things, I was really trying to figure out what is uh, life uh, for me. And I was passionate about doing business because my father is a businessman. And he said, like, you know, until you figure out what you want to do, keep trying different things and you will know exactly what you want to do by the age of 20. So, yeah, this is what, like, he always, like, you know, inspired me and, like, you know, gave me all of the energy that I needed to try different things. Usually, like, it's very rare, but uh, my parents were very supportive. uh, And that's why I was able to, like, uh, do a lot of stuff uh, and learn So when you do a lot of stuff, you have all of the experience that you need to be successful in like actual thing that you're going to do. Yeah. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me, man. No, that's great. Um,
0: I I read about um, your dad giving you 3000 rupees. And when I converted that into um, USD or into pounds, it's really not that much, but you used it to to build
1: uh, a firecracker business. Yeah, so in India, three thousand rupees uh, uh, back, eighteen years ago or twenty years ago, was a lot. Maybe it is equivalent to five hundred dollars today. Maybe, uh, and uh, five hundred dollars in India is it's a huge uh, amount. Uh, so what I did was like uh, go to like a wholesale supermarket with my friend, who was like my buddy, uh, school buddy and I asked him like, if he can help me with my first business. I was uh, really excited. It was Diwali festival, if you are uh, yeah. familiar. And during Diwali or Chinese New Year, they, they f- do like firecrackers, right? So uh, everyone um, uh, usually buys firecrackers and during the day of Diwali, they, they light it up. So I thought of doing business. Usually people were selling firecrackers and I thought I wanna sell fancy firecrackers. <laughs> Yeah, so which are like unusual, uh, which was very rare. So, yeah, that was my first business. Actually, I made some uh, 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 actually profit out of it, and whatever was left, I was able to use it for myself and my friends. Uh, And that actually helped me uh, raise some investment for my next one. I did it for a few years, and I switched to different things uh, because uh, that was small enough, uh, and it was not. It was once a year. Uh, so I had to. It was a festival once a year.
0: It's a, year. It, was a fest- it was a festival once a year, and you were age twelve, and to just take the initiative. What What can you remember uh, from age twelve that was in those years that you had that firecracker business that um, gave you that inspiration to move into something
1: else? So the best part about what, like when I go back to my childhood. Um, I see that I was fearless, you know, I didn't have any uh, fear of being failed, Uh, I just wanted to try, Uh, it was not about money, it was not about like, you know, uh, uh, selling something or it was about like, you know, trying new stuff in terms of business i want to uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, being famous was one of my thing like you, know, <laughs> you have money it will be famous and everybody will know you maybe that was my mindset i don't know but yeah the uh, fearless child you you are innocent uh, uh, you just want to do some stuff uh, that makes you happy right that what made me happy that time and still is making me happy when i am like you know uh, helping you should- my customers solve their problems
0: yeah, that's. I can't even remember what I was doing at twelve, but it definitely wasn't selling firecrackers or uh, pursuing business. So I, I admire you for taking, inspiring others with your story. Um, so it's, I, it's
1: it's about maybe I want to add something. Yeah, of course. So if you're if you're uh, a son or a daughter of uh, any sportsman, right? So you see your father. Uh, is like into football, maybe okay. So you basically by the age of twelve, you learn a lot and you start to do something out of it, right? Exactly. My father, I saw my father like since I was small. He used to like do trading. He is into business. He's still into business. He's uh, sixty-five years old. Uh, so that actually gave me an inspiration. So you, inspiration is around you.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. I think that's important. Uh especially for me wanting to start a business or starting a podcast business I have to think what will my future children see of me and hopefully my actions will change them and make them more fearless into taking action at a very young age that's what happened to you
1: yeah exactly Uh, and uh, I'm so happy that I tried all of the things I did or so else, it would be the story would have been different because I didn't have the experience from my success and majorly my failures.
0: Yeah, I, I was I was watching uh, one of your TED talks, just on the small talks, <laughs> talking about the five things that make somebody successful, and it's the mindset, and taking action, and all, all the other ones. It, somebody listening to this, go and watch it. Uh, I'll I'll drop the link at the bottom of the, in the show notes. But I, I just wanted to fast forward all the way to when you decided to move to Israel uh, and what opportunities you saw there for uh, startups and growing your businesses.
1: So uh, quite interesting story. Uh, so maybe when I was around 20 or 18 years, I actually didn't knew Israel existed, okay? So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a reality. A lot of Indians still don't know uh, about Israel uh, uh, and what is even Judaism. Okay, uh, uh, so I met my wife when I was in, when I was 16 in first year of my college, high school in India, uh, and she's Jewish. Uh, her name was Nancy. So, so I I thought that she might be Christian, and we started dating for a few years. After like, I think three years, um, I came to know that she's Jewish uh, and then what is Judaism, what is Israel? And that made me really curious to learn more about the country. And uh, by the time we were like 21, she was working in a alliance airlines in Mumbai and uh, she used to travel a lot to Israel for her work. Uh, and uh, I was into like several job business, uh, hustling at the side and uh, uh, she said, like, we should move there because uh, I was very much interested in uh, pursuing my business or entrepreneurial career. So she said, like, Israel can be the best place for us. Uh, it's, a, it's a heart of, uh, it's a Silicon Valley of Middle East, let's put it like this. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it's a good opportunity for us to try out. Uh, and we moved, like, in nine years ago. Um, Beginnings were super challenging. Uh, I, I first Imagine. day, first day, I landed up in emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a true story. Uh, it was a summer war that time, and it was like in uh, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> uh, so it share was, as it much was, as you <laughs> want to. It was it was a uh, really uh, culture shock for me. Uh, Maybe because I was missing my family and it was first time I left India for a long time, uh, so that all of the emotional storms that take you over was hard. But you know, uh, when you are committed to achieving something big, uh, beginnings are always difficult, and in whatever things you do, it is difficult. Um, so after like uh, a couple of weeks, I started a cleaning job. And just to survive. Uh, Then parallelly, I posted uh, uh, on Facebook group that I will build a website for free. And there were six or seven clients that came up. And uh, I did a free website for them. Uh, And I I took like a video testimonial uh, in return. Uh, So that actually helped me land more clients and uh, found my first uh, full-time job in uh, high-tech. So, you know, when you try to give some value to your community for free, automatically good things happen. Because uh, at the end of the day, people do business, business with people who they trust, right? Mm-hmm. So this is number one lesson that my father taught me. Always try to uh, add value and build that trust. Automatically, business will follow. You are like, even though you are in business, but at the end of the day, you are solving some problem. So, uh, in order for us to build that trust, uh, that somebody can help you, you go to some specific doctor because you trust him, right? Yeah. Uh, Maybe you buy anything online today. You check reviews because you want to get you want to be sure that uh, this product or service can be trusted, and that's like number one thing is business. So that's what I try to do, and uh, it's been like uh, eight years, nine years into like you know Israeli startup ecosystem few years I did job and then I switched to my own like uh, I was making more money on side hustle so I I decided to quit my job and focus full time. My first company was like uh, uh, into like agency model yeah. uh, digital marketing and then we converted into outsourcing so company name is WebSoli and we currently help over 100 companies uh, into outsourcing, uh, sales development, customer support, web development, app development—any niche you can think of, we can hire uh, people for you in India, and uh, we have offices in Mumbai as well, and uh-huh. also in Israel. H- uh, so this is my company uh, core business uh, of uh, what I do, and uh, uh, it's it's I feel uh, very proud that I came such a long way in this uh, uh, roller coaster ride. And uh, recently, I also uh, partnered and co-founded a startup called Teslify. You can see in the background. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so Teslify, a cool. talent assessment platform. Uh, it's, a, it's an HR tech, uh, which help uh, HR uh, reduce the time of hire and almost predict who to hire. And this is what we do.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I would like to know more about that because uh, I had a... I had a quick look on on the site and uh, is it specifically f- for hr leaders to find talent or can yeah. people who are looking for roles use teslify as well
1: so anybody who's hiring uh, whether it can be any manager who's hiring for a specific role uh, let's say you're a head of digital marketing or vice president of sales and you're looking for building your team and Usually, you get a lot of resumes, and um, based on like uh, research, forty plus percent uh, uh, people lie on their resumes. Okay, and also during interview, and it's not something that I say. Okay, it's something that report suggests. Um, uh, so, how do you how do you measure someone's uh, skill? How do you assess them? And um, usually, like uh, the best use case, there are two use cases for volume hiring. Okay let's say uh, you are a company and you have 10 open positions. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you, uh, when you have that 10 job published, you get at least hundred, 200 resumes for uh, all of this position every day. How do you like, you know, assess those uh, candidates, screen them? It takes so much time. Yeah. For example, you're hiring for data scientists. And HR is like human person. He doesn't, she doesn't know, like you know, the uh, what data scientist is. How do, how do you expect for her to screen your resume? Uh, so this is what uh, we do. We actually automate this process. Uh, we remove the guesswork out of hiring, and uh, we actually help them predict who to hire with data driven decision and uh, the template library of assessments we have with subject matter experts. Uh, again, uh, it's traditional hiring process uh, for screening the candidates took a lot of time, effort, and still uh, the quality of hire was missing. And this is, I think, uh, Teslify can uh, really come handy. Yeah, so, so I did read that
0: you did have some computer science background, but then switched to business management. So has that helped you um, being technical minded? building out
1: this platform? So I'll tell you. uh, uh, So I guess uh, I was very young. That time I I came to know of a guy, uh, not a guy. Today, he's known as Bill Gates. Uh, He was uh, the richest man in the world. Um, I was very small. uh, And uh, I was like kind of maybe watching him in the news that time. Uh, And I said, I want to become like him. I want to become a software engineer. Because somebody said, if you want to become the world's richest man, you can do it only with digital. So my mindset from early age was something to do with digital computers. Um, So that's why I chose uh, uh, engineering. And turned out engineering was not for me. Because you are, all of them are different, right? Uh, If something, and you have to accept the fact that this is not for you. Maybe I'm very good at marketing. I'm very good at sales. I'm very good on business side of things and I'm not good at technical side of things. Even though that actually, that failure helped me understand how the technology works. How, um, that's why I'm more into like, you know, technical side of things and I can develop better products understand the journey behind what it goes to product development so yeah all of your failures teach you something um, and maybe show you the right path uh, i would say yeah
0: yeah i i 100% agree with you i've definitely had more failures than successes and i and they are blessings in disguise
1: they're the best things that have happened to me i completely agree Uh, if I I accept failures are my best friend because they actually teach you more than success, um, and eventually uh, helps you get that success. Yeah.
0: So, so going into testify, what is it that you're looking for for other startups to? So let me reframe that: is um, are you looking for the companies to join or partner with testify is that the net how are you growing Testify's
1: um, customer base so a uh, great uh, question so anybody who is an uh, HR consultant who is, uh, co-working with companies who is into HR tech products if you are looking to partner with them so that we can help their customers and instead like you know on in return we can help uh, them promote our their products uh, to our customers so it's like you know partnership of course uh, we are very open to it uh, and if anybody who's listening is interested uh, they can reach me out directly and the second part is we want to work with companies who are constantly hiring. And there are two stages of like, you know, using our tool. First scenario is volume hiring. If you have too many resumes and you are like, you know, drowning in resumes and want to make sure you hire better talent faster then TeslaFi is for you. For example, let's say you have low volume hiring, but even though you want to hire a quality candidate, So assessment is required. Today, uh, any company who is hiring is actually giving assignments at home or at work to actually qualify them before they hire. Now, we have an amazing technology where uh, you don't have to create your own questionnaires or assignments. We have subject matter experts who created these assessments for you. It's up to date. It's relevant to today's world. Let's say, for example, you're hiring for JavaScript developer. That assessment that we have created will be like 10 times better. It is not available on Google. Nobody can cheat. So we have anti-cheating functionality uh, while somebody is taking tests. So this is not something that you will find anywhere else. Uh, Smile. Yeah, we are making uh, assessment world uh, more simpler, better, faster and almost predict who to hire uh, with data driven decision making. This is what our goal and mission is and by and by the end of 2024, our goal is to reach uh, at least uh, 20,000 companies.
0: That's a, that's a big goal and I'm sure you'll achieve it. How far are you along that? Or how close are you?
1: So uh, we had like uh, this year we launched. Uh, uh, so we are close to 1,000 uh, customers using our platform. Uh, so as soon as we reach that number, we will. Uh, so currently, we're offering 50% discount because uh, we want to have that early adapter discount to anyone who is trying. So as soon as it's done, uh, it will go back to the normal. Uh, we are charging the one. Uh, currently, we're charging $99 per month subscription. Uh, Again, the best part uh, is in this amount, uh, the value that you're getting out of the platform is incredible. Unlimited assessments, unlimited candidates that you can invite, unlimited users that you can have. There's no other platform out there who is giving you this functionality at this price. Uh, So all of the competitors, there are competitors in this space, right? But they charge for each. They charge like three, four dollars, sometimes twenty dollars per assessment. So let's say if you want ha- if you are hiring and you wanna evaluate fifty candidates, it will be like yearly fee for what you're gonna pay for Teslify. So we have uh, we have made this technology to be like you know so much accessible for everyone to use uh, at scale.
0: Smaller and it's for small to medium-sized businesses and um, for for the larger companies that are hiring lots of people and it's affordable for all. Have you noticed that more people are coming to you for that reason that you are more affordable?
1: Uh, Not necessarily. Uh, Pricing is something that I really don't like to play. Uh, I take pride uh, in terms of like you know better product. So, uh, because this is like uh, currently $99, it will go to $199 eventually. For enterprises, it will be a different pricing model because they will have 50,000 resumes or maybe more. Uh, And they have a better security system and uh, they have like a white label, they can have their own branding and more of like enterprise level uh, experience. But for SMEs, uh, again, uh, pricing is not something that we are paying on, but it is an extra benefit for anybody wants to use. And we wanna make it simple because we are are not selling to uh, engineers who understand the complex features and they pay for each and every uh, things. We are selling to hiring managers or like an HR, okay? We wanna make their life simple, easy plug and play. Uh, they don't have to much invest in, like, you know, their time in building all of the assessment and stuff. So, simplicity is the key here. Uh, again, uh, the quality assessment and data driven hiring is uh, number two. Then, again, pricing and an additional bonus that they can get uh, because they're choosing us.
0: Yeah, because it's so uh, that they're adopting at such an early stage. Is investment on the cards, or are you a bootstrap startup? So the best
1: part is uh, we are currently bootstrapped and uh, uh, we, because uh, we have three founders here in this business, right? And all of the three founders are successful entrepreneurs already. They have their own company uh, uh, with over 100 employees each. Uh, so we are well backed up uh, and we can sustain for the next 10 years or maybe 20 without uh, revenue. Uh, but it's it not we be already revenue generating reading company. Uh, that's because of the experience we have from our previous businesses, right? Uh, not anytime soon, we are looking for investment. Again, uh, we are open to like hearing uh, if people have interest in uh, Intestify. Um, so yeah, if you have some offers, uh, feel free to reach out. We'll be happy to like, you know, set up a call to understand how we can partner together.
0: That's great. It's always worth asking those kind of questions because somebody that's a venture capitalist might have a HR portfolio and want to invest in Tesla. Um, what was going? I know we've gone forward to Tesla, uh, Testify, uh, Tesla. That's, that's so, <laughs> we yeah, made mistakes. Next,
1: next revolution. Tesla has brought revolution in like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, automotive industry, and we are bringing revolution in HR tech. So yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah. HR of, uh, I'm, a,
0: I'm ahead of the game.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I I wondered, how do you make the hiring process fun and engaging?
1: So everyone likes quiz, right? Uh, if you have uh, experience quiz, we all do, right? So um, the best part of taking assessment so because i was hiring for so many positions uh, for my business right uh, i'm into outsourcing if companies say that they want to hire a full stack developer uh, then i used to personally like interview people before that i send this guy to the company that the, the companies are hiring now uh, it was a tedious process uh, i have to get assignments on pdfs and again uh, the person has to like invest time in actually answering like such a long questions, how we can come, make it more fun and interactive. So when you use Tenslify, it's like a question uh, with four options, uh, right. which you can actually select. So it makes your life easier, right? It is faster. Uh, the second, we are launching uh, live coding functionality. So if you're hiring a developer, uh, you can actually test their coding skills. Uh, it is like, there will be exercise, they can code and automatically they can submit It's It's very interactive experience. So let's say for example, uh, if you're hiring for a position and you wanna uh, have like 30 second recording of uh, tell me something about yourself from the candidate, they can just simply record the video and just submit that question, uh, and it's part of the application. So you, before even you speak with them, you actually know how the person looks like, how he speaks. Um, it's not to create a bias; it's to create the experience that uh, HR wants before they actually invest more time to interview for uh, for discussing the job role in detail.
0: Yeah, it's part of the qualifying process and. Uh, the, the hiring manager would be able to determine if that person would be a good fit based on their personality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this, that's interesting. Very interact. It sounds like it's a very interactive platform.
1: Easy yes, to use. In, uh, and let's say uh, there's a position for customer support. Okay. And there are hundred people who applied for this position. How would you know that out of this hundred, who are the top three candidates that you should speak to? Teslify enables you to do that. We will predict who are the top three people that you should speak to. Uh, it's not based on like our judgment uh, on guesswork. It's based on the assessments that they take. Uh, you can actually know who is the best skill set. Who has the best uh, uh, soft skills so we measure not just based on like you know actual work skills but also the soft skills which are required maybe for communication email writing skills or excel so you should, uh, based on like what kind of uh, role you are in we build an assessment accordingly and it's really pre-made templates uh, currently we have around uh, 200 to 50 templates and every day we are adding like at least 10 so by end of this year there will be 500 test libraries Uh, it's crazy amount of uh, templates that uh, HR will get to use for hiring those candidates and you'll be collecting all this data to
0: to better understand the challenges of the HR managers and also
1: what the candidates are going through as well So uh, idea is like, you know, uh, taking this product into like next level and understanding how uh, the user are interacting with the quiz uh, or the assessments and do machine learning to make it even better and better once people start to using the platform. So yes, it's going to be like, you know, after two years, this is going to be something different uh of what you're seeing today uh, so yeah stay tuned for the future
0: yeah you you're gonna
1: have twenty thousand 000 case studies instead of a thousand and the more users you get the more if you were actually discussing on how like you know when somebody is actually uh, taking live interviews and detecting their uh, uh, how they speak how they talk how they move their hands and detect all of their uh, um, uh, gestures um uh, and actually give and scoring based on uh, uh based the on facial the, recognition the yeah, yeah yeah
0: wow so that's this, ins- this that's... is something
1: uh, we are planning uh, but it's not something coming up next year but yeah it will be soon in the, the pipeline so so how do you come up with these ideas and what kind of environment do you need to be in to be creative so The best part about coming up with ideas is to listen to your customers. So so there are some ideas that we feel are better. But there are ideas that customer is asking, we want this, we want that. So we made that uh, very uh, accessible for customer to just drop a feature that they want. And our team works on that feature, uh, uh, like, you know, on priority. So Mm -hmm. 50% of our workload between developers is divided. Uh, Customer request versus uh, the roadmap that we're already going. So all of the customer requests are the most powerful ones. Because if one customer is asking for that, there are maybe hundreds and thousands of people who are facing the same problem and they want to get it solved. So if we try to make our product uh, better in that direction, it's, it's better for the user, better for the company, and better for us.
0: Yeah, it's definitely listening to customers rather than you coming up with ideas, thinking, oh, this would be a better solution. we going to the customers first and taking that more seriously. Yeah. yeah. So are, that, are there any things that you want to share that maybe I haven't, Covered that would help somebody who's in HR uh, use Testify or find better talent?
1: Uh, so uh, firstly, uh, what I what I suggest to our, uh, companies is if you are using any other platform, maybe you can give it a try, okay? We are not here to hard sell anything. Okay? I don't believe in sales. Uh, I believe if you build an amazing product, an amazing experience, uh, which can actually solve the problem, uh, uh, on top of it, giving an extremely uh, important factor, which is uh, customer success. Okay, uh, I want to give them wow factor when they come to us. Um, uh, there are customers who have their who who have my co- direct contact number. Uh, instead of calling to support, for my initial clients, I actually was calling myself. There was any issue, if they needed any help. Okay, so that's the kind of mindset that we have. We are very much customer obsessed. So this is what makes us different. If you read reviews online about Teslify, uh, people uh, love it. Uh, it's we are uh, we are the top follow followed brand on LinkedIn uh, in our space. Uh, so this, I think, speaks a lot about how the company culture is, how the product is, and how we treat our customers.
0: Yeah, do you, do um, I'm guessing you do
1: use Testify for your hiring as well? Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> uh, this idea actually came uh, because uh, we were struggling with uh, volume hiring, and. Uh, And same was the issue with my founder, right? He's also constantly hiring. And uh, we felt that there should be something that can ease our hiring process. So we built something for internal purposes and we tested it and said, wow, this can be like actually uh, made into actual business idea. And we shared that tool with uh, some of our startup friends uh, who can use that for hiring. The feedback was amazing. MVP was ready. Then we went to more and more better customers. Uh, we gave our tools for free. And that's how we build uh, our product. And we made it even better and better and better. And we were market ready and we launched. Wow.
0: So for startup founders who are listening, solve your own problems and find people in your network who will test it for free to build those first adopters and then go to the go to the public do you think timing is crucially important as well or it's just getting the first users and and some testimonials
1: so timing is important uh, in any market but uh, again that doesn't mean there will be competition okay uh, for example, when Amazon came in, there was eBay, there was uh, Alibaba or something, and they were not the first e-commerce store, and they are now number one, right, because they gave a customer experience which was missing on their side. So find, don't re- try to reinvent the wheel, try to take that wheel and invent into the car that people are, people want to buy, right? Uh, so... Idea behind uh, this uh, tool is to make the experience of hiring better. That's the ultimate goal. Uh, reduce the stress after hiring because the screening takes a lot of time. Trust me. Uh, people who are listening, who are into hiring, and they know my pain point. <laughs> uh, let's say you, whenever I'm hiring, like you know, there are like all of my inbox. Is like full with resumes 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 and like it's crazy amount of screening which i need to do uh, and that is something that we are solving yeah
0: yeah all the cluster and picking out the quality co- uh, candidates and filtering and testing and making it engaging yeah, yes it sounds like a really great product and i'm gonna be a huge advocate for you with the, with the podcast. Uh,
1: thank you so much, Chris. I much appreciate
0: it. So I know we're, we're coming to an end, but there's one bit that I wanted to talk on, and it's completely different to hiring, and it's about your viral content creation. So I know you've had a lot of success on LinkedIn. I don't know how many followers you have, but you have more than 100,000. So you're definitely an authority there. And I want to pick your brain. Uh, for myself, as a podcast creator but also for for startups what's the secret is it consistency
1: what's the kind of content that's working for you um so uh, again choosing where you want to be is something important uh, if you are an e-commerce brand i won't suggest linkedin is for you okay um, it really depends what you're selling okay so i was into outsourcing and all of my target audience was on linkedin Now, how do you reach out to those customers? You don't want to spam them with messages uh, and reach out like, oh, uh, one, two, three points and book a demo or uh, let's have a talk and try to pitch my product. No, that doesn't work. It's old school. Uh, if you want to show up every day like you know you have an amazing news feed connect with them try to build in relationship and automatically once they see what you're doing and uh, once you show up every day on the news feed automatically when there is a need they will reach out to you okay that's how demand generation is rather than like you know direct marketing Uh, so I thought like you know how I can be more consistent and uh, how i can actually build my personal brand which will actually help my company Uh, again uh, it's like uh, uh, it was very hard beginning Uh, so to start with you know i said like what should i do uh, to become successful and there's one important tip that my father gave me is uh, any business is uh, successful if you Sustain that for three years or more. Uh, So I took a 1000 days challenge to be consistent on LinkedIn, okay? No matter if I'm sick, no matter if I'm in hospital, I'll still have somebody on behalf of me posts on my profile. (laughs) And that was the kind of commitment that I had, right? First day, one like, it was my wife. Uh, (laughs) Supporter. Yeah, so true supporter. Uh, it's it's not something that I became successful after one month. It took some time, maybe four or five months, around 150 something days. Um, and there was one post that went viral. It gave me confidence. I said, it's something is breaking out, man. I'm I'm going to be famous. <laughs> uh, even though it, that was not the goal of being famous or getting more followers. It was trying to build and uh, engagement, uh, which has value to the people who are following me. Uh, yeah, uh, I continued, Maybe I crossed 1000 days already. And uh, today, I think we have around 180,000 plus followers. It's not a lot, uh, but uh, I believe in uh, quality people who are part of my network and trying to focus more and more towards what I'm doing. Again, I'm still learning. It's not something that I've mastered. Everyone is still learning, even though you're an expert in the field and you feel that you are an authority, but still there is a lot to learn. Uh, Things are constantly changing. You have to adapt, you have to optimize. Recently, LinkedIn came up with an algorithm change uh, and all of my posts, which were getting 10,000 likes, automatically went to 2,000, 1,000 likes. I said, like, something needs to be optimized now strategy is not working anymore and yeah you have to constantly uh, innovate creative uh yeah this is important yeah well because things are always going to change and you could get banned or
0: you're just at least you know or you can just test different
1: things now and see what works Yeah. yeah so uh idea of uh, being like on any platform, Uh, consistency is definitely key, but on top of consistency is improving your daily uh, posting, just like, you know, adapting the change and optimizing what you do, learning from previous day's post, which worked, which didn't work, why it didn't work, and what can you do better? Ask yourself each and every day and automatically you will improve.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I definitely need to put more effort into LinkedIn because that's where I feel my listeners are as well. Um, and that's where I get the most engagement. So I should definitely focus on that. Um, I, I think it's coming to an end now and I don't want to waste any, not waste your time, but, uh, I definitely want to make sure you go to bed because it's, it's probably 2am now in the morning in Israel. And, uh, So thank you for today. How can people get in
1: contact with you after this? So if they want to reach out to me, uh, they can actually, if they're looking for Teslify, they can go to teslify.com and start free trial basically. And somebody from my team will give you a personalized demo. Or uh, if you want personalized demo from me, uh, you can come to my LinkedIn profile. Just drop a message. I, I respond to every messages I get. So uh, feel free to reach me out and I'll be very happy to walk you through one-on-one on the platform.
0: Awesome. Thank you again, Pratik, for your time and for sharing your expertise and your story. Uh, I know we've got quite a bit in common and it's it's been great to uh, finally meet you. And
1: thanks Thank again. You. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. Much appreciate your time as well.
0: And thank you for listening to this episode today with myself, Chris Cowden, and Pratik Thacker the owner of WebZoli, an outsourcing agency, and Teslify, his new HR and recruitment platform that helps you find the best talent predictably. If you'd like to know more about Teslify and try out a demo, you can go to the show notes. The first link will be a free demo to test the platform. Take care and have a great week. I will see you very soon.